0: This is Boomer Time, a proactive podcast for baby boomers, about baby boomers, and for people taking care of baby boomers. If that sounds like you, then you're in the right place. I'm Nancy Kogar, an elder law attorney and aging advocate, and this podcast was made just for you. Remember though, the things we discuss here are not intended to be legal advice, and no attorney-client relationship is established by this podcast. Well, hello, everyone. Hope you're doing well, and thanks for joining me. I'm your host, Nancy Kogar, and of course, this is Boomer Time, a show for boomers and for those taking care of boomers. We are talking about a very important topic today. Do you know that More than one-fourth of us, 25% of us, are caring for our parents and we're married at the same time, that number is growing too. That means a lot if you're bringing your mom and dad or your in-laws into your home. You know, before you do that, you really need to think about taking steps to protect your marriage. And we're going to talk about that today in this episode. Another number that's important to think about when you're, you're working on bringing mom and dad into the house is course, over half of all marriages today end in divorce. So no doubt that kind of stress of caregiving is contributing to that number. Now, I don't mean to be a downer, but uh, this is important stuff, especially if you want to stay married. <laughs> I've been through it and I brought a guest today who can attest to all of this. No, he's not my ex-husband. He's my husband, Gary Kogar, right? Yeah. yeah. Greetings. Still married. <laughs> Greetings. Okay. Well, stay tuned because we are going to offer some helpful resources to you at the end of this show, and Gary and I are going to talk about some of the things we've learned by having parents, not once, not twice, three, four, four, five, four times in our house, and uh, we're going to share that and try to talk about helping to protect you and your marriage if you find yourself in this role. Hi, honey. Hello. (laughs) I'm glad you're here today, and I'm, I'm glad you decided to come. On the show. Me too. Yeah. We're going to share the the good, the bad, the ugly with yeah. our listeners today, right?
1: Yes, we are.
0: But it's not all bad, right?
1: Nope.
0: We survived. We did. And uh, we've been caring for parents for how many years now?
1: Well, I think your mom, like 10 years.
0: Yeah, before yeah. that. Before
1: that, uh, your grandmother. And,
0: yeah, and before and, that.
1: Yeah. Kamir and Gavin and my three kids.
0: And then your mom and My dad. mom
1: and my dad, that's right. Yeah, it's and been a lot. Of, it's, I guess it's been more like 20-something years. And how long have we been married? 25 going on 26.
0: <laughs> so that's about 80% of our marriage. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, so. And then we had my dad come in and they passed away in our house. And yeah. Yeah, so. So I think there's some really really valuable lessons we can teach folks. Yeah, I and agree. It was hard. It, it was. Hard. Yeah. So All right. Well, and our marriage made it through through all of it.
1: Yeah. Very well. Yeah. Very well.
0: Yeah. It's not easy stuff. Nope. Not easy stuff. So we're going to take a break though. And when we come back, we're going to we're going to talk about this. And we're going to share some thoughts and we're going to ask you some questions Okay. Too. So, okay. All right. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back. This is Boomer Time, and I am your host, Nancy Cogar. So as you know, if you listen to the podcast, I am an attorney here in Tennessee, and I'm also an aging advocate and caregiving coach. And I've done it, folks. I've, I've walked in your shoes, so I want to share some of that and uh, give back. And, and I know it's a tough place to be, so I want to walk that walk with you. And I've not done it alone. I've done it with my hubby and my husband, Gary Kogar, is here with me today. And we are talking about the impact caring for parents can have on your marriage. So you would know, Gary.
1: I would. would.
0: (laughs) You're here. You can spill the beans. (laughs) Ask away. All right. I don't know why I'm doing this to myself, folks. Um, it's significant, isn't it? Especially when they move into your home. I mean, I've, I moved not only my mother, but my grandmother in at the same time. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and then later your father. And, later my yeah. father, and prior to that, we handled my mom and dad, they did not move in with us, but no. we still had to handle their time. And both my parents had Alzheimer's. Yeah. So it was a little difficult in that realm also
0: yeah and that that's actually you know that's that's another complexity yes. and, um and we have we have dealt with that and and that's not something that i'm really going to dive into today but it is something that i know people would like
1: yeah you know? that might be a whole another show yeah, yeah and that's pretty I hope maybe you
0: could come back and, yeah. and talk about that that would be great because um, i do think that's worthy of a whole other show maybe a couple of shows um But, you know, it is significant when you move a a mother or a father or an in-law into your home. Um, Everything from the emotional toll on your marriage, you know, from physical intimacy um, Mm -hmm. to resentment, you know, that can be there when, you know, we've seen it, you know, a a parent can start to or even try to be involved in the decision making, you know, irritations when they're. Some bad habits that come with them. True. You know, we've seen that. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you think worked for us in those those situations?
1: Well, I I think that well, first of all, Nancy and I have a deep faith, mm-hmm. and uh, we trust God with our decisions, so we take it to Him first. But I think uh, prayer was definitely the first focus of our relationship with parents mm-hmm. and with ourselves, and. Being honest, being honest with ourselves about our feelings, mm-hmm. uh, not holding things in, which uh, every human's different, but I had a tendency to be a hold things inside and then explode later when I couldn't contain it anymore. But
0: oh, yeah, we, those days.
1: yes, those were bad days. Those were immature days. And thank God he helped me to grow up. And um, but, you know, being honest up front is a very, very key, I think a key principle that we developed and strongly. And then to, um, if there was a problem, we addressed it Im- immediately. If there were good things going on, we address that immediately too. Like these are things that we want to see in the household. So,
0: you know, sometimes I think it's, it's almost like you're mixing kingdoms, you know, mm-hmm. different allegiances, you know, your mom and dad always see you as a kid, even if you're an adult. So they have the kingdom of when you were mm-hmm. one of the I don't know one of the subjects, yeah, <laughs> if yeah, you will, yeah. and then they're coming into your kingdom, yeah. and they still remember when they were in charge. True. So it the rules get mixed up.
1: Yeah, I, I think that we kind of address that quickly too because we set up boundaries, mm-hmm. which um, I, I've seen people not do if the yeah. boundaries aren't there you're going to establish some new problems and the parent is always in their mind the parent uh, i see that i see myself do that with my kids now and they're 42 40 and 38 and i can still they'll they'll be like dad and then i see it myself going hey that we had to deal with that ourselves yeah. so i go okay set set some boundaries cuz it helps everybody it even helps the parents to know this not your house it's our house and keep that keep that set
0: mm-hmm. Well, and you know, everybody has idiosyncrasies. I have them. You have them. I know what mine are. You know what yours are. You know what mine are. Mm-hmm. I know what yours are. Yeah. But when you had, four, you had four people, you know, it gets and, more complex. Yeah. You know, I remember, um, you know, it's those petty things I think are what get under your skin sometimes the most, you know. Yeah. I remember, right. you know, a few situations where my mother said she was going to help, you know, and my mom, I know you're probably listening, mother, but. She has a good sense of humor, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Where she was going to help us clean the refrigerator out. And it ended up that she was mixing all the different kinds of pickles together. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Sweet with sour and hot with (laughs) sweet. And it was doing. And then your grandmother mixed all the cereals together because she thought that would be better. And then we had raisin bran with Cheerios and (laughs) and you name it. And I I was like, what is this? She goes, Well, I just thought it, you know, but the, the truth is, I think that they thought that we're helping. Yeah. But we all, we, we didn't get mad. We just said, please let's not do that. You know, we just don't do that. Let's, you know, if you want to eat this box now, that's your box and these are your pickles, but that's not the way we want our stuff. And, and where we, and the other thing was where we put stuff. Because we couldn't find things in our own house. And then her mom say, Well, I put that in the basement. And that's we're like, please don't, you know, but it's just you gotta be honest. Mm-hmm. You gotta be that's honest it. and loving and loving. Because it, you can be honest and then be mean. And I, that's the wrong way to go. But be honest and loving and and find some compromise in the household. Cause you have to remember they're probably not in your house by choice either. Yeah. Something happened in their life, something went amuck somewhere, and they find themselves in your home. So they're still your parents. Be loving to them as your parents, but be honest about. But these are the rules of the house here, and please abide in them.
0: And I think that sometimes is the problem—a fear of saying something that might hurt them. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. But it's you can say it in love.
1: Yeah, you, you can know? say it in love, and mm-hmm. and and it is hard to have your own home. Tell someone that they're in your home and they're welcome and treat it as our home, but in a way they know it's not their home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's hard. Yeah, you it's lose difficult. Your yeah. Like
0: that, you know? Um, you know uh, another another issue you know that that comes into this as well is, you know, we we our house was set up in a way that we had a whole upstairs right. to ourselves. Right. Well, eventually. Yes. You know, but one thing I think people need to really think about is before they bring parents in is how is your house configured? True. You know, how can you create some privacy for you and your spouse? Because that is a critical issue for your marriage.
1: Yeah. I I, I think that getting your parents in your house is not a tiny home situation. <laughs> uh, I think that could be incredibly difficult. Um, I almost question about the small home theory in the first place and how those are working out, but we don't have any numbers on that. But uh, I do think when you add an aging parent who may be having some illness or, or physical capabilities, address that before you even move them in. Like how, what can we do to make this home both an intimate place for you and your spouse, but also a caring place where you're not making a parent that's Got leg issues, walk up steps and all right. this stuff, right? You have to, we, we had to compromise that and move upstairs and have your mom downstairs, your dad downstairs, but, but you well, know, be flexible. Your yeah. Parents, yeah, right? it yeah. It does. It mm-hmm. does. And that's okay too. You got to do what you have to do. Um, uh, hopefully, we're talking to many people who uh, their parents were loving to them because, <laughs> because yeah. that can change situations. But, uh, but yes.
0: And, you know, one of the things we also faced were, they're, they're serious medical needs. There you know, are. they're they're things that you need to prepare not only your house, but your lifestyle for. You know, there were times when we'd wake up in the middle of the night and make trips to the hospital. Mm-hmm. You know, and you've you've got to prepare yourself to be open open to that. Those are things that are you know, not everybody's comfortable with that.
1: Yeah, and that's that's something as a couple. Um, you have to you have to make that decision before anybody comes in your house. Like mm-hmm. if, I mean, it's true that some people can't handle that. Then look at other alternatives. Mm-hmm. You know, is there a way to put him in, in a, a comfortable home that that's different? You know, and mm-hmm. there are there things are out resources. there. There's things out there. That's right. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and I will say that you know your previous career
1: was helpful. Yes, yeah, so I was a firefighter, paramedic in Florida, and as a paramedic i was emergency responses was they, that's not something that scared me mm-hmm. but it was unique cuz i was still working come to come home with all the lights on and mm-hmm. one son saying they've all gone to the hospital that's not something you want to hear when you come home from work but mm-hmm. but still it was it was not something that threw me off mm-hmm. but uh yeah be prepared for that kind of stuff
0: so looking back is, is there anything that you would have done differently. I mean, there were a few times when we got um, irritated with each other, and I think most of it comes down to not communicating well.
1: Yeah, I think that was the the key one was not communicating well to start with, and that has to happen. And um, I I, I think uh, before you ever even bring anybody into your house, you should say, is this house, the house we can do this in. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes you have to make some plan changes. And uh, and these are financial decisions. That's a whole nother issue yeah. because you don't wanna create financial stress. You talked about parents moving in being one of the stresses about divorces. Well, nothing's higher than money. Yeah, That's the top. So now you add money problems to that. Don't do that, but find out. Is there a compromise? Because sometimes people have to move. They have to make some decisions.
0: Well, especially if you have a parent that does not have finances that's to right. care for that's, that's true. You know, and Would you find yourself in a situation where you're caring for children, and then you've got a parent that needs financial yeah. assistance.
1: Yeah, sometimes that all reverses. And that happened in our situation where, yeah. where we were the total, pretty much the total financial Mm-hmm. Output was from our wallets. And yeah. and, and you it, have to talk about that.
0: And you, you know, your siblings may not necessarily be able to help or are not willing to help. True. Know, True. These are these are things you may face. So um, and you know, the other thing I wanted to mention too, is as we're winding this up, is you know, down the road there is that issue too of death and dying. Mm-hmm. And um that's something not everyone, I would say very few people are comfortable with. And, you know, and, and in my practice where I, I, I do a lot of estate planning and end of life directives and things like that, I try to help people become more comfortable with that conversation because it, I mean, it's just a part of life. I mean, we're none of us are getting out of here alive, you know, um, unless, you know, the Lord comes on glory and mm-hmm. calls us all home. Um, but, um, you know, it's just it's just part of life. And, um, you know, if you bring a loved one into your home and they're ill and at the end of their life, that's something you need to think about. You need to think, especially if you have children in the home, you know, or you have um, your, your spouse there. Are you comfortable with this parent dying in your home. Yeah,
1: I agree with that because I'm a caretaker at heart. Mm So, I mean, that was part of not only my nature, but my career. But uh, your father being in the house, those were some of the most wonderful weeks of his life. He was Mm -hmm. so overjoyed to be in the house. And even though we knew he was in the state of dying and in hospice care, Mm -hmm. we were really his hospice care workers around the clock.
0: Well, and you say that, and that's a big piece of it, too. And I want people to know it's not it's not just bringing someone who's dying into your house and not having resources there. Yeah, there are resources. Hospice is a wonderful
1: resource. We used them and they were wonderful. Um,
0: And they offer not only health care, nursing care, medical resources, but they offer social social workers, uh, spiritual support, prayers, uh, you know everything, they're just, I've never heard a bad thing about hospice.
1: Yeah, and I and I agree. And I think too, for a lot of people that are in the situations that we've been put into, and if they're at the place where they're gonna have a family member move in their house, whether it's their parents or their spouse's parents, they should maybe seek some counsel mm-hmm. before they do any of that and get mm-hmm. some good advice from professionals that can give them key resources, as you mentioned earlier, because that helps cuz even we could have used some of that stuff and we figured some of these things out on the fly i don't recommend that the way to go i just think that we happen to have had skills that helped us overcome that but if i had to look back i'd say go get that help before you make these decisions cuz they're big ones they're yeah. very big ones
0: and you know people used to do that more often mm-hmm. you know that was that was part of the natural course of life you know being had your grandparents in the house and they passed away. And or you were in their house. Yeah, your family was around. Right. And it was just something that was part of life. So, um, I don't know. It's something to think about. But, you know, not everybody's comfortable with that. Okay. But, but these are important things to think about. Especially, um, you know, as we talk about in some of these episodes, the cost of institu- institutionalized care. Uh, that That's that's an important factor. So, all right, we're gonna take a break, I think. And uh, when we come back, uh, you know, Gary, I like to share encouragement and prayer. And uh, we'd like to do that when we come back. And if you would would do that after the break, that'd be great. And then I'm gonna also share some resources and final thoughts.
1: So we'll be right back. Fantastic.
0: Hi, everybody. It's Nancy and Gary, and this is Boomer Time, and I hope you found this discussion today helpful and insightful, and and I really do hope that it gives you some food for thought when you're thinking about bringing parents into your home and, you know, really thinking about, you know, preparing your marriage and, and how that relates to caregiving for your parents. Um because they're both important relationships and they can coexist, but you need to plan. Um, so thanks Gary well, for coming welcome. on and thanks not for not sharing me. any kind of <laughs> scandalous information about me.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't there know. No that I don't know then. Yes.
0: Any. You only share the pickle story. Yes. Um but anyway as you know I do believe in uh, encouraging people and I also believe in the power of prayer and I know you do too I do so, and this is such an important issue and we pray for families and we pray for people that are in crisis all the time and I pray for my clients I pray for people that are hurting and and sick and you know just all these issues and, and I'd really love it if you would pray for my oh. my listeners today out there and I'd be honored. Yeah. I'd be so if here. you would that would be great.
1: All right. Well to all you listeners, thank you for tuning in and I'd like to address Father in heaven, just touch all those that are going through difficult times. And these are tough times when you have to care for your parents. Pray always, pray often, pray to the Father to give you guidance and wisdom and compassion, it is so dearly needed that we be compassionate and caring, being that we're all God's children. We're definitely, our parents were his children, and we have to treat them with love and dignity and respect. And we have to care for one another as husbands and wives. So give us guidance, give us strength, and give to every listener that peace that they will need in their marriage and as husbands and wives. To love those, their moms, their dads, their grandparents. And we thank you for all these things in your precious name. Amen. Amen.
0: Thank you. I love you.
1: I love you too. Thanks, Nancy.
0: See, this is my best friend and my husband. That's the way Mm -hmm. to go, folks. So, and in closing, I just, of course, I always have resources available for you. And I wanted to share that I have some resources on my website and it is looking at how caregiving affects marriage and some more tips on balancing marriage and caring for aging parents. So you can find those on my website at nancycogar.com. So make sure to check that out. And if you have a specific question or issue that you'd like us to discuss, feel free to reach out there again at nancycogar.com and let me know And we can answer that question on an upcoming podcast. Um, And I may have some resources that I can also send out to you. I'm sure I do because I am always looking for resources and i've got a great library of things so you can also reach out to me if you want to schedule a time to talk with me about caregiving issues or um, estate planning for your families Um, there is more information on other issues uh, on the website too so also remember to subscribe to our newsletter elder law news you can use that's always chock full of wonderful news stories and subscribe to our podcast at apple podcast and spotify So that about wraps it up for today. Thank you for listening. I so appreciate you. I'll see you next time.